Tina, do you want to die? As they say that the first thing on the podcast. That is my cat I'm talking to. And I'm... Doesn't make it Live sound any murder. better. Yeah, it doesn't make it sound any better. She's going under an electronic it's recliner. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Welcome back, guys. Killer Reactions. Episode 38. 38. 38. 38 episodes. <sighs> crazy. Love it. Here we go. I... Wait. One what's crazier than 38? Tune in next week for the (gasps) next craziest episode. That was my alarm to make sure that the podcast is posted for tomorrow. And we are recording it. It's fine. We'll get it. So, I didn't know who to do this week. And honestly, I wasn't really motivated to do anything because of work. So... Ain't that the truth? Yeah. So today I just decided to do one that was kind of like it didn't have too many details, but then I got into the detail of one specific thing and I'm like, oh, okay, it's, it, we, we got a story. We got a story. Well, we'll see. We'll be the judge of that. Yes. Be the judge. Leave us your comment on Instagram, killer.reactions or DM us with anything. Not anything. Not anything. I don't know why I said that. I couldn't think of anything else. Anyways, John Leonard Orr. Here we go. Or. Or. Or who? John. <laughs> oh. Born April 26, 1949. A good year. This is our good man. Just kidding. John Orr. Just kidding, John Orr. Was that his nickname? No. <laughs> he looks nice. You think he looks nice? Yeah. No, he doesn't. He kind of reminds me of this guy from the show Metalocalypse. You'll know if you know. Metalocalypse? Is it an anime? It's animated. Oh. I don't know. He looks like somebody in that show. It reminds me. I would okay. say it looks like. Hey, we'll put it on the Instagram. We'll put them next to each other and see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So John Leonard or... Oh, yeah. Killer Reactions with your host, Jasmine, and guest... Featuring... Featuring... Pitbull and Jack. <laughs> I don't know if we said that or not. Um, so, his beginning. Grew up in L.A., dreamt of a career in law enforcement. When he applied for the LAPD, LAPD he was passed over for the position. And then he went. Just one position he could apply to. Well, I'm. He wanted to be a cop, so I'm assuming he's just like, nope, can't be a cop. Very interesting. You know. So then he went to the LA Fire Department. He was rejected once again. Then he finally just settled for Glendale Fire Department. So not as prestigious as LA. Not even worth it. Yeah. Right. Wow. Oh, I forgot about our wine. So we went grocery shopping today and spent too much money, and it was awful. But I made homemade guac, and we bought a jug of wine. Can you please tell them what we bought? I don't know how to say it. I don't either. So we bought wine. There you go. Let's see if we can get a... Ooh, that nice jug opening. 
I forgot because I really wanted to drink something. I was like, why am I not drinking wine right now? Okay, so he settled for... Oh. Let's not spill. <gasps> and nothing was spilled. And nothing was spilled, but I am very nervous. Um, he worked his way up the ranks at Glendale Fire Department, and he became fire captain. How quickly? Pretty quickly, I would say. Get up, there's napkins in the box. What's in the box? It's napkins. <laughs> Sorry. That was really funny in my head. (laughs) I think like the third or fourth seven reference. That's the seventh reference. (laughs) For seven. So uh, the fifth viewer obviously wins a prize. (laughs) Um, So he established a reputation for himself as a prominent arson investigator. That sounded like you broke something. The best kind of investigator. An arson investigator. Exactly. Precisely. Wait. That's definitely mine. Arson, not arsan. This is what... Where was this? Arse. This is in California. Oh. Oh, not England. Yeah, not not arsan. That's fucking fun. So, who he is. Who he be. These are the, the fucking titles of the sections by the way that's good titles <laughs> who he is well respected arson investigator in southern california um he conducted fire in- investigation classes and he was active with the first investigation team showing up quickly to sites going right to the point of origin and um someone would say that he would show up at a fire scene and quote gaze at the area stroke his mustache and like a water seeker with a divining rod, say, I believe the point of origin is there. And guess what? He was never wrong. I was going to say he was right, but then you said that, so I didn't know. <laughs> Otherwise known as always, always right. right. Yes. <laughs> For those viewers who uh, <laughs> didn't pick up on that. If you didn't know the English language, it sucks. So it is England. <laughs> yes. New Jersey? No. What is it? Everything's legal in New Jersey. Uh, so he also wrote articles for magazines. That's a jack fact. Please do your own research. Should, we should probably start with that disclaimer. <laughs> do your own research. Sorry to any victims. We love you except John Leonard or fuck you. Back to the story. He wrote art- articles for magazines, often spoke on local TV when so a fire Barney broke out. So Barney seems great, though, just saying. Mm-hmm. But then, from 1984 to 1991, um, he was known as the arsonist, the Pillow Pyro. Pyro. The Pillow Pyro. The Pillow Pyro. The Pillow Pyro. What a name. If you could see Jagger and I just vibe into that name. He earned the nickname because of where he liked to start his fires, linen and fa- and or fabric stores. Okay. I guess. I can't think of anything better. I so would say like... It's okay. I think they just wanted an excuse to put pyro in something. Probably. They're like... Pillow! Pillow? Pillow? That makes sense. Chia. What? So, um... 
He set approximately, you want to guess? Guess how many. How many fires? Mm-hmm. Guess. At stores specifically? Well, just, just guess. Seven. Guess how many fires. Four. No. Ninety. No. Four hundred. No. Seven hundred. No. <laughs> Two thousand. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so many. Just what? I like how you started at forty-eight. <laughs> Because I was, like, immediately going to, like, 700, and I was like, relax. You should People aren't crazy like that. 2,000. <laughs> they are, though. And those six years? Or yes. Five years? I don't know. 1984 to 1991. Seven years? Seven years? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, wow. Hey, can what you is it? the math on that? Um, The math? Couldn't tell you. Because I'm not a mathematician. Because you and... got to be to answer that. Right, yep. Comment, like, and share the answer to that one. Put a, write, write the equation and let's put it out. Who could solve? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a genius. Get him on our team. Stat. Is it, is it a reference to Goodwill Hunting? That's such a good Make movie. Some, some Avengers in there. Okay. Yeah. So, um, he was very methodical. He, he used a makeshift incendiary device. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that's how you say it. Um, and that's a device that's either, well, it's not, it's either a device or attack, um, designed to cause fires. So... Like, it's specifically either put there or it is an attack to specifically cause a fire. Causing fires is always fun. Yeah. So he just used these every time? Yeah, so he used a makeshift incendiary device, a timed device, to set fires in open populated stores. And at the same time, he would be setting a small brush fire some some miles away so the police would go and get the brush fire or like be more distracted yeah. and, and he understands how like the fire obviously the because run, he's a so. fucking captain so he's he's wow yeah what uh, a psycho While tens of there, millions of dollars in damage and how many overall. people were injured we'll a get there we'll get there 2,000 fires actually I'm gonna just tell you now Surprisingly, only four people died out of all of those fires. Were a lot of people injured or just... I don't know the injured, but four people died. Wow. Yeah. Still bad, but... So, this is the one that's the bad one. October 10th, 1984, at Ole's Home Center, um, a fire started. So, in the store was a middle-aged couple, Billy and Ada Deal, with their two-and-a-half-year-old grandson, Matthew. Um, Matthew saw like a Baskin Robbins as they were coming in. So he was like, Hey, let's go there. And they're like, after this, and then we'll go. Wow. So, so rude. So rude. In housewares, um, the housewares department, there was a guy named Jimmy Satina, a 17 year old. Um, and Billy and Ada went to split up to shop quicker because it was about to people, close. That's four people, guys, if you were counting. So hopefully these aren't the same four. 
And everyone's going to be okay. So the store was about to close, so they split up. Billy went to the lumber display, um, and Ada went to the paint department. And the paint department um, was manned by Carolyn Krause. Um, And she may have heard or may have seen Ida and Matthew and may have heard him ask about ice cream. Um, and then somebody else may also, may have also heard the, um, the ice cream bit. Which is And this is important, important because... because it's debated later in courts and it'll come up. Just wait. What? It'll come up. It, full circle will have it. This isn't how to get away with murder <laughs> stuff. Uh, so in the hardware department, we had Jim Obdam. Obdam. He had worked all day into the night. Um, and just after 8 p.m., he heard something on the PA, PA system but didn't make it out. So he headed to the front of the store. And then he saw a column of dark smoke rising from a display rack to the ceiling. Uh, so he heard hurry to the west of the store to look for customers to get them out um so he saw them going like customers going towards the exits already so he wasn't like super alarmed yet um so he went to the paint department asked caroline carolyn if um people were in her section section so she went to go check still nobody alarmed at this point uh jim actually found two people still browsing in hardware and told them to leave then they then he found Ida, Ada, and Matthew at an end cap and said, quote, we've got to leave the store, but don't be alarmed. And then Ada just put stuff in her cart and Jim started walking away and then he turned around and noticed that she wasn't following him. So she so he went back. It was like, quote, You should probably leave the cart here, take the child and let's go. No comments so far. I was like, you're out. just. <laughs> I just in. I'm just in silent horror. Yeah, you're literally looking I'm at like, me, just like, what's gonna all, happen? This is all those moments where you could have survived. <laughs> Rough. Literally. I mean, I play video games. I know. I know. <laughs> so then uh, he headed to the front of the store, assuming Ada and Matthew were behind him, and he got near the north fire door, which was about two aisles away. When he looked and the column of smoke was no longer a column of smoke, it was a bright orange raging An wall inferno. of fire. Wow. Um, so he noticed that the north fire door was closed and the steel door had dropped down. I don't know what that means. As if, like... There's an emergency bake everyone inside? Yeah, I don't know. No Birch idea. doors? I maybe don't know why the, I put that. Maybe the door... Well, I don't know. Maybe the metal that they, like, put to close up the place just fell down. Maybe. I don't know how these systems work. I don't know. When he turned to check on Ada and Matthew, he heard a pop and the lights went out. So he just felt alone and trapped. Meanwhile... The fire, though, was probably uh, keeping a decent amount of it lit. Meanwhile, Billy heard what he described as a ting, ting, ting... And that was from the lumber area. Then he heard an announcement and couldn't understand it. Um, so he thought the store was closing because he looked at his watch. It was 8.05. So he was like, yeah, it's probably closing. So young man jumped off a forklift and cried, quote, my God, it's a fire and ran. 
He looked around and didn't see anything, but then people came by the fire door saying to leave because there's a fire. He looked through the fireproof barricade toward the west of the store, saw a big cloud of smoke in the center space. So he ran toward the south fire door to look for Ada and Matthew. And once he got there, he turned um, back and it was just, uh, just smoke everywhere. And he screamed for Ada. Uh, and then he ran towards the entrance from where they came and he saw a fire truck. And while, meanwhile, while that was happening, Jim Odin, oh, oh damn, was panicking because the lights went out now at this point. And he prayed and then he remembered um, there was another exit. He started pushing his way through, uh, activated the alarm, and he was out. His arms, neck, and ears all suffered second and third degree to burn. Third degree burns. Rough. Just getting, just running through fire to get out. It's well done. He was like, he, it said like he was even low, like going as low as he could, and he still got all of that. <sighs> um, I mean, the fire could just be like on the ground everywhere. So, uh, well, what's worse just is he was covered in soot, decided to go to the front, so he, because he wanted to call his parents, um, but he touched his wrist and this skin flesh just fell off because that's how fucking fucked he was that's good stuff I just like as soon as I I read that I was like I got like the chills I have the taste for fried chicken ew yeah sorry no that's gross stop uh so all of this happened in less than five minutes. It's just how it is. It's good stuff. Less could've than five been, minutes for the entire story. Probably should have just been like, everyone get out since we're doing nothing about it. I, I think as soon as you see a fire, fucking yell, there's a fire, please make your way to a fucking exit. I mean, they talk to all these people. They just like were like, it's just a small thing, it's fine. No, I wouldn't, no. Like, you should be like, there's a fire in here, and it might be small, but, like, we don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, for Just your safety. Out. Like, yeah. I'm going to walk with you. To yeah, the I think he should have definitely said there was a fire. I don't know. But we'll never know. Yeah, like, don't be alone. So it killed four people. Ada Deal, who's 50. Her toddler grandson, who's two and a half, Matthew. And two employees, Carolyn Krause and Jimmy Satina. Oh, and Jimmy, by the way, he was uh, a talented athlete being scouted by the Chicago Cubs. Rough. Rough Uh, literally all of them. He also was good-looking, entered into a department store modeling competition and won. Um, But then he also was, it said he was a child, or he had seven children, (laughs) seven children in his family. Um, and they all, it says they all looked for empty bottles to exchange for deposits, which I didn't know what that meant. They sold cans or bottles for nickels? I guess, but they said deposits. I didn't know what that meant. Anyways, um, and then 
Yeah. So then Carolyn, Carolyn was married to an LAPD lieutenant, and she had two young children. Um, and then when the investigators started, you know, figuring everything out, looking through everything, uh, they agreed that the fire was an accident, an electrical fire. But John Orr insisted that an arsonist was afoot. What? Yeah. Why? He... Why? It said he literally was just so tired of, like, not getting enough recognition, not, like, whatever. He's like, I'm tired of, like, catching these, like... Well, he didn't say it, but, like, pretty much, I'm tired of catching these petty criminals, like... You know, like, that's... It's not enough anymore. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, there was another fire that night. A brush About fire. seven miles from Oles at Albertson's Market in Pasadena. Arson investigator Scott McClure arrived at 6.45 p.m., and he found the point of origin easy, easily enough um, piled high with bags of potato chips. But he requested John to come give his, like, view, I guess, opinion. or opinion. He was consulting. What's yeah. up, guys? Yes, I, I know a lot about this. You know, I am the master source finder and stuff. Precisely what he said. Word for word. So, I'm actually reading off a script here. <laughs> So, he got there about an hour after Scott got there. Um, He explained that the volatility of potato chips made them highly combustible because of the oils in the chips and the material of the bag. And there's so much goddamn oxygen in there. Where are my chips? Literally, though. So true. Just blows up. They're little bombs. (laughs) I'm just imagining, like, literally a bag. Yeah, like a bag being thrown and then it blowing up. Oh, that's funny. Uh, So, John said the fire was set deliberately. What the hell? Usually are. This guy. And usually fires that are set in retail stores during business hours when people are there are set deliberately. You know? Yeah, compared to an accident. Yeah. Um, So. Wait, it's. Is that statistically correct that it is more likely? I don't fucking know. Statistics are a goddamn lie. They're not a lie. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. Oh, you don't think they're a lie? Tell me right now. What, you what? You believe statistics? What? I took AP statistics. Yeah, and it's bullshit. Like cards and stuff. Like how many times you're. No, get, like... no, not that. I'm talking about That's like statistics, Jasmine. Jack, I'm talking about, like, world, like, statistics of things. Of, like... I'm not following. Yes, you are. I'm not following. Because we were literally just talking about this with the Willy Wonka shit, the statistics of, like... Yeah, the map. Just the... Yeah, but how would we know all of the information to have those statistics for that? Oh, we just see? get as accurate as we can. See? It's not fucking real! It is. Nothing's no, real. Everything's made up. It's so Including true. this podcast. This is all lies. Nothing is real. This is the Matrix, guys. This is how you know you're in it. If you listen to this podcast. So carry on. Yeah. So fires. Let me, uh, okay. 
So he, Scott finished his investigation and got in his car. So at this point, John already left after he gave his, like, whatever. So Scott gave his, or finished his investigation, got in his car, heard reports that there was a fire at Ole's home center and sped over there. When he got there, guess who was already there? I don't know. Good old Johnny boy. Just hanging out? Just hanging out. But guess, you know what? I'll just, we'll wait till I get there in the notes. Uh, Fire Captain William... Butlicker? H. Butlicker? I can't E. William E. Uh, was in charge. After doing his shit and getting shit done, I literally wrote that in the notes because I didn't want to write what he was doing. (laughs) He found John standing at the back of his engine, the fire truck. Uh, Guess what was in his hands? His penis. That would have been very interesting. No. A 35 millimeter camera. Was he using it? Or did he just have Well, William just... said, John, what are you doing there? And John said, pass him by. Do you mind if I shoot some pictures? William wished John had his gear in his car because, you know, to help him out with this, yeah. you know, shit. Uh, but he saw him in civilian clothes and John didn't volunteer to help with whatever. Yeah. So just he just gear? assumed... William just assumed that he couldn't help because he didn't have anything. Yeah. So he told him, help yourself. I've got work to do. Yeah, that makes sense. How fucked up. You are literally taking pictures and video or whatever the fuck of the fire you set that killed four people. Like. Yeah, and like a person is there. Who you know who's going in to go try to do that? Like to figure it out, yeah. <laughs> and you like, hey, I'm taking pictures. I, this is this is why I wanted to become a psychologist or psychiatrist because this shit's so interesting. Like, what kind of mindset are you in at this point? It's crazy. Me personally. <laughs> yes, right now. What kind of mindset are you in? An okay one. Good. I would rate it a. a out of 7.9 so not great at all it's like half it's pretty good it's pretty Uh, good it's pretty pretty bad so in 1991 our our sin Kelly I was gonna say 1991 arrest but it's arrest words are hard yeah so, John was arrested at his home. Um, the evidence that they had against him, uh, they found a piece of paper that was part of one of the devices that started a fire at some place. Um, and it had John's left ring fingerprint on it. Literally, like, a piece of paper. Like, a little scrap, a little random piece of paper. Like... How did everything else burn but this goddamn little piece of paper with my fucking fingerprint on it? I mean, shit, dude. If you're so good at this 2,000 fires and you don't know not to be touching things with your hands and stuff, leaving paper, 
leaving shreds. What kind of fire, what kind of arsonist are you, man, that you can't even destroy a little piece of paper? Right? I'm so sorry about the people who died, but seriously, like... I don't think that's the one they died in. Regardless. So, uh, not only that, though, he had a manuscript. A 350-page manuscript. Well, those are... That's usually... And it read... (laughs) Read well? Like a confession. Because... Oh, it's titled Points of Origin, by the way. Wow. Wow. uh, Fantastic name, though. Wow. Wow. That's good. Okay. So, it follows an arsonist... Aaron Stiles, who oh my God. sets businesses on fire in California. He also happened to be a firefighter as well. Had a mustache? Did <laughs> I, he have a mustache? I don't know. We should get the book and find out. I don't want to get the book. What um, if he gets royalties for that? That's we true. We can't chance That's that. true. Um, let us know if he has a mustache in the book, guys. No, you guys don't buy it either. But if you happen to have it, Already. Uh, Tell us and then burn it. <laughs> I feel like that's probably what the last page says. Burn this. Yeah, probably. Uh, so, fires in the manuscript paralleled the ones being investigated. And the craziest parallel is to the one at Ole's Home Center. It was a hardware store that got set on fire. Um, in the book, five people died. Instead of four. So it can't be the same. Huh? So it can't be the same. Uh, two of which were a woman and her toddler grandson. There's no way. And also... Well, who was the fifth He person? wrote the fictional grandma was going to take her grandson out for mint chocolate chip ice cream after shopping. creepy as hell. Are no. you connecting it the now? The ice cream Are you connecting back. it? Yeah, that he was like there and her. Yeah. Yeah, because he's creepy. I, when I read that, I was like... <gasps> Anyone can be a murderer. Yeah, literally. Hey. Hey, do you know where this is in the store? Oh, yeah, man. enjoy this fucking ice cream later? You better. Yeah, you better. Just walks away. Good stuff. That's Time nice. to set a fire in a store. That's fucked up. So, uh, John wrote a letter to a literary agency and described his book as, quote, fact-based work that follows the pattern of an actual arsonist that has been setting serial fires in California over the past eight years. Yet he maintains his innocence to the day. It's an autobiography. I mean, it's a... It's a story. It's a story. With facts. Jack's facts. Wait. Did you say innocent? He says he is innocent to this day. Yeah. Well, I don't know, as of fucking August 25th, 2020. Don't know, but in my research, do your own research. In my research, he has maintained his innocence. So, he was sentenced to life in prison 
without the possibility of parole. So someone just read his book and was like, oh, my legs. What the fuck? This dude totally did it. And then he got life in prison. They just used that probably as a real nice piece of evidence. Well, also this, his fingerprint. Yeah. I know, but like those two things together. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, we could. Could we get some well, copies I mean, there's of probably the manuscript? Other shit too, but yeah. I know, but just the manuscript alone would probably be like. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably like, the exact same thing. That one guy's thing. like. I don't know. Maybe he really is just like. I mean, like he's a firefighter. He's around. Maybe he just likes like good. Good he's work. Re- like, he's he's good really writer. looking into like, it. He's yeah. committed. Like he's just. <laughs> I, you know, it's like a TV show. Netflix. <laughs> I, you know what? I feel his passion. <laughs> it's like a burning flame. <laughs> oh, it's the worst because people are really like that. Uh, so he, cons- he got four consecutive life sentences uh, for the fire that killed four people. Additional 20 years for the other fires that damaged and destroyed homes um, in California. And... Just a little side note that he showed no emotion during the hearing and declined to address the court. So we didn't talk with the whole time? I'm assuming not. That's good stuff. I got two random things, though. Wait, did you say he got four life sentences consecutive? Yeah. Nice. For the four people he killed. Yeah. That judge was so, making a statement. John Orne, April 1992, quote, Serial arsonists are known to keep logs of their fires or keep pictures of them, and I'm sure that they get off on their coverage on the news. Tell us more, John. Tell us more (laughs) with your 35 millimeter. (laughs) I know. Take a picture. Take us a picture. I got that quote before I did the, the... the first the 35 millimeter and you really came back to it yeah oh god the last thing is um another incendiary device that he used was cigarette a cigarette three matches and lined yellow paper he really knew what he was doing with like such so little oh yeah so now that you know he's a a fire person firefighter can think of yeah a fire person's fine fire they person. don't necessarily always fight the fire here's the cunt in uniform that's a large it's kind of giving me like a ron swanson vibe it's just a mustache really is ron swanson the one from parks and rec parks and rec yeah i know his real name but you should tell Jasmine what it is in the comments of wherever. Yeah, for sure. So that's all I have. Today. Nick Offerman. I'm going to comment mm. for you. Comment anyway. <laughs> Be like, I knew that. So that is John Leonard Orr. 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 Episode 38. Yeah, 38. <laughs> that was some bone chilling stuff. Was it? Especially the. You, your especially face. The creepy. The whole time when I was telling the story, I was like, he's not saying anything. But then I was looking at you and you were just like holding your wine glass like, up like. <gasps> some of it was like. And you were like, oh, you. There was way too much. I felt like I was there. It was awful. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, it's crazy. That ice cream thing. Fucked up. 
that just like makes it so much grosser for Full some reason. Full circle. Uh, circle of life. Nope. Don't no. have the don't have the rights to that yet. No, we would never. Okay. Sponsor so, us. Okay. Thanks no, we for. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. No. No, we refuse that sponsorship. Oh, yeah, we? We As do. in you are yes. part of the decision making? See you next week. <laughs> Episode 39. It should be better than 38. Because that's how this works. Exponential growth. That's not how it works. Science. Stop. That's Science. A, science isn't real. Do your own research. Nothing is real. Nothing is real. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Why do you say it so...